Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Hello. Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. That noise was Miles. Miles, you haven't had like a new way of annoying Hello. me. Hello. That's like, you've, you've been doing that the last like two or three episodes. People like it. No, they don't. Uh, I'm also joined by Jackie. Hi. Hi, Jackie. How are you? Good. Great. Great. And this week Hi, we Jackie. have a guest Hi. for the third week in a row. Uh, Hi, Beck. Please welcome our old friend. Hello. Beck. Beck, <laughs> Hi, how Beck. are you? <laughs> The, the greetings came at different times. Um, I'm good. Hello. Yeah, no, no one times the, the greetings. Please say hello well. to each of us. <laughs> hello, Miles. Hello, Mark. Hello, hello Jackie. Hello, hello, listeners. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> this week, as we are obviously a podcast that talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we're going to be talking about episode 20 of JoJo's Golden Wind, final mission from the boss, the 133rd episode overall. <laughs> so we have watched way too much of this show, but we can't stop. Because mm-hmm. it's fun. Uh, but before we talk about the episode specifically, we're going to read some emails down in Correspondence Corner, which we had to move to the basement. So let's go down the stairs. I'm trying to think of how you would make it sound like it was descending, but I'm not a, uh, not a Foley artist. We need like a lot of <laughs> Heavier reverb. footsteps because we're going down. Yeah. Oh, right, right, a lot right. of reverb, sort of a metal or stone sound have it get quieter anyway um these two emails i put in a different folder because they're they were a little spoilery but i think now that we've seen the episode it's okay to read them so sorry to you writers if i don't know what the hell you wrote because i didn't read it ahead of time this email is from chad aloha hello chad once again chad is the the email version of the fourth member (laughs) <laughs> of the podcast crew because I, th- I think chad's been on a streak i think we've gotten an email every week pretty much he's like our pen pal <laughs> it's our pen pal uh from mm, i was gonna say the most but we never of- write to chad <laughs> it's true we, we we write to him in the form of podcasts these podcasts are all for him <laughs> right these are our voice letters to <laughs> this one's for you chad yeah these are like open letters uh op-eds or whatever anyway <clears throat> The subject here is every second is the next second's previous second. Aloha, JJB pod crew. Wow, this is what old hardcore JoJo fans like Mark and previously casual JoJo fans like myself have been waiting for. And that new fans like Jackie and Miles might not have been able to predict. King Crimson. (sighs) I only know about some of the arguments around his stand ability and sort of what it does, so I can't wait to see more next week. I also know that King Crimson contributed an awesome song for the 2018 movie, Mandy. Uh, that really caught me off guard. I didn't think King Crimson was still doing stuff. Someone had, someone better explain what's happening. No. No. We'll do that later. <laughs> I think, well, part, we'll of this, part of this episode, the way it ends in the middle of something, it, it, you're not supposed to know yet. Oh, well, I'm outraged. I kind okay. of think I know. Yeah. <laughs> what hubris. What unbridled. Jackie, I think that all made sense. I've been thinking about this this manga every day for the last... This episode made more sense than, than some other episodes. Yeah, whatever. I have no idea what's okay. happening. Anyway, uh, Chad continues. Since you guys got a little caught up in ricochet bullet physics... Got me feeling... I've thought I'd, I thought I'd ask my previous question again. Besides the oh. ending of the White Album fight, what is your favorite laugh-out-loud moment from the collective JoJo animations? I recently rediscovered my own favorite from late in Part 3, and it's the... Remember in Part 3 when they're in the submarine and they talk about how they're going to communicate and pull Naref and Kakuin, uh with hand gestures, figure out how to sign, uh, I can see your underwear? <laughs> and then they do that weird fist bump thing, and Joseph's like, what are you doing? 
Uh-huh. No, I don't remember that. Oh. It is a good moment. That's Chad's favorite moment or your favorite moment? It's one of his favorite Laugh Out Loud okay. moments. Well, keep up the good work. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up seeing me from two seconds ahead, looking back in time at me. Yeah. Wow. Quite a mind fuck. <laughs> yes. Mind exploded. As far as favorite moments, I do really like that moment. I thought that was good. Um, I like when, uh, I like when Jotaro, I don't know if it's laugh out loud when he keeps calling Darby the wrong name. And at one point mm. he calls him Barbie. Mm. That made me laugh. Um, I like when they're all losing their minds laughing when the sun is attacking them. Oh, in yeah. Part three, even though the rest of that arc is stupid. I like finding out that Jotaro is a fish man. <laughs> oh yeah. That made me laugh. By Fishman, you don't mean like the creature from the Black Lagoon. No, that's what I mean. Wait, no, I mean like he, no, he, he is into fish. We find out at the end of that arc that he uh But this studied, very serious character yeah. <laughs> is like just loves starfish. Yeah, oh, and he okay. wrote what what was it? He like He wrote a dissertation about like a rare <laughs> starfish that he it wasn't brought up in any of the episodes or anything, but then at the end, it's like, oh, and what what did they all do? Like, where did they all go? And it's like, this person is doing this. This person wrote like, a dissertation. where dis- are they now? He was just, yeah, he's just writing a dissertation about starfish. And, he, he, and but like, this guy. The whole time, he's like serious, but he's like an asshole. Uh-huh. He also was kind of useless a little bit. He was like, always like, I'm, I'm researching things, but it, I guess in he part was, four. Yeah. In part four, but I guess he was just researching for his starfish uh, research. Yeah. Great twist. <laughs> it is. It is a weird. Little... I don't know if I ha- did. I have an out, a laugh out loud moment, Mark. You tell me. Was there a time when I oh, thought man. something was really funny? No. <laughs> no, I don't find any. No, humor in I this. think that uh, probably part two. I'm sure in part two there was something that you laughed at because you like part two. I and do Joseph, like part Joseph two. is funny, and I relate to Joseph in many ways. Um, did you think uh, when Lisa Lisa um, is knocked unconscious? No, during the no, fight. that made me cry. That made you, you cry out loud. <laughs> cry um, out loud. No, I'm trying to think of. Uh, yeah, I didn't like Stroheim. I like uh, when Santana jumps into a vent, like he jumps through a grating. That made me laugh. That was just such a weird moment. Miles, anything funny? I already said mine. Oh, just finding out that he's a marine biologist. Yeah, nothing else is funny in the show. Okay, <laughs> fine. Sorry, Chad. Um, this is from Bizarre Buccaneer. The subject line hey. is seeing the unexplainable. Hey guys, since ever since Hi. getting ever since getting into JoJo, I have heard of the infamous main villain of this part and the insanity of his power. With this week's episode, we finally get a glimpse of what he does on screen. Now that he has appeared, I really want to hear what you think about Kim, King Crimson and how it just works. And I also want to hear what you guys expect from next OP coming out. Personally, I think it's going to be a slow, more instrumental opening to contrast with the flashy OP we've had so far. Also, rest in pillars for the team mom Bruno, question mark. Yeah, question mark. (laughs) Find out next week from Bizarre Buccaneer TM. Yeah, I don't think bizarre buccaneer has read ahead and knows i think bruno's um, dead i also think bruno's dead and it upsets me mm. i love bruno but i also think misa should have died a long time ago and maybe misa's dead too we just he doesn't even know it nobody knows it <laughs> he's just like a, wa- a walking zombie because he should have died a long time ago misa misa <laughs> misa <laughs> should be dead <laughs> poor guy um 
so wait, what did what did he ask? Oh, what do we all think about how this power? So that- he can operate like two seconds ahead of you. Is that what he said? I think it's like you know how Dio can stop time. Yeah, this guy can like fold time over, like. You know, if 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 time if you think of time as like a straight line, mm-hmm. okay, I'm and doing then, that. And then like like think of it like as a piece of string, and okay. then you take the ends of the string and you fold them together so they can touch. He can take two ends and make that's them. A, that's a tesseract. What but, is that? But what is the, a wrinkle in time? That's the exact oh, yeah. way they tra- they time travel in a wrinkle in time. It's called a tesseract. Okay, well I just made that up. Really, you I'm don't a, know a wrinkle in time? Because I'm a genius. No, I don't know wrinkle in time. <laughs> I don't know. You're better than Madeline Langle <laughs> or whatever. So I, th- I think I've heard similar concepts in other. Yeah, well sci-fi. she 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 came up with it, I believe. Okay. Well, not, I came up with it. Not anymore. Now, now Jackie did. Yeah, now That's I did. right. Jackie actually... <laughs> she, re- she reinvented the Tesseract. That's Watch right. Out. Well, no, she she found the point in time when Madeline Langle wrote that book and she yeah. folded it to now yeah. and is writing the book yeah. for all the children. It's also the way they describe wormholes in Interstellar. Yeah. Or, is that the same thing? Uh, yeah. It's yep. like putting the different points of time on the same page. Right. Mm-hmm. Overlaying. Yeah. So, but, but I... Okay, so... How how does he use that to his advantage? Let's to punch people in the chest. Let's uh let's get to that. I, well, yeah, he he, he no because he stood he placed himself where he because I think he can see the future too. So he knew the attack that he was going to make. So he put himself there, but then he overlapped it with where the guy was standing before. Uh, so he made okay. him punch himself. So, so he, he like knows where you're going to be by looking at the past where he was standing and the future where he was going to aim. Oh, right. I think that makes sense. Maybe. I recently read an explanation of how the power works because you just don't know. But I recently read an explanation and then I saw a link that they were like, here's a very good explanation of it. And I read it and I understand how it's supposed to work. And again, you guys just, you don't have all the information yet. I'm sorry. Okay. But so we're wrong? it's supposed to be us, a mystery. No, not, nece- not, not, not necessarily. Okay. I just, yes. you haven't had all of the information that we eventually all got and okay. we're even more lost okay. or we were like wait that doesn't you know that kind of thing uh-huh so um i just want to say that i read two different approaches to explaining it and i'm still like why what like <laughs> it's uh i i think i get it and i just don't think it makes any sense i'm also not ruling out that this guy is dio what still he could be dio yeah because dio also has a time related power but yeah. we know dio could have evolved i guess <laughs> yeah you could have a hot new stand now Hot new. You went to the stand store. <laughs> new year, new stand. Mm-hmm. He's into it. Um, let, let's continue with the emails, though. We're, we're obviously we're going to get there. Um, so we have more emails. Uh, this is Miles's turn to read. <clears throat> Just right in the mic. Why not? Uh, forgot to send a Valentine's poem in my last email. Hey, it's Wyatt once again. Just realized I didn't send a Valentine's poem last week, so I'll send one now. Roses are red. Pesci says, "Fra, who loves you?" Kono Dio da. Hope you guys get a kick out of that. Love if it. not, oh well. That was great. Love it. What great do poem. you think, Wyatt? Miles, I think your energy level for Kono Dio da was the complete. Kono Dio da. There you go. That's how you do it. Kono Dio da. Okay. Okay. Kono back, back Dio up, da. Oh, <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, roses are red, Pesci says fra, who loves you, Kono Dioda. I'm just going to edit that over the, the awful low energy way you read it. Kono Dioda. Okay, 
This is from someone named Mark with a C. What? Yeah, look it's, at that. But it's not from you. But he doesn't comment on it's the It's come fact. to this, Mark. He doesn't comment on the fact that we spell it the same. I guess you never see my name written out. Whatever. Uh, it's titled Question Plus Witty JoJo's Reference Laughing I'll emoji. be the judge of that. <laughs> hey, dudes. I consider myself a pretty big JoJo's fan, but I haven't read any of the manga until recently. I just started part six, and it's pretty killer. Have you guys read beyond part five? If so, what's your favorite part that has yet to be animated? No. What's your favorite JoJo's part overall? Thanks, Mark. P.S. Every time I watch a xenomorph die, I wake up feeling so Sigourney. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I like it. Uh, Beck, if you don't know, because I don't think you saw the ending, uh, the oh, ending credits. Right. Uh, the ending credits is a song with the that start with the lyrics, uh, every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so horny. Uh, and our listeners like to tell us P.S. something related to that, but with the words changed. But they've Got been telling it. us that they're horny even before this arc. Yeah, also before this arc, <laughs> P.S. I'm horny has been a inside joke. Yes. Yeah, so. Duly noted. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we've talked about this a few times. I would say my favorite part is four, and I'm the only one who's read past this. I stopped reading Jojolion, which is part eight. I need to pick it back up. But um, probably part seven. I think a lot of people would say that. But uh, part seven, I would like to see some of that animation. Although, I want to see the ending of part six as well. I think that would be super cool. So, um, y- your favorites. Uh, this one. We Yeah, this one. I, ha- I haven't read the manga, so this one so far um, is I'll, I'll never read the manga either. But there's also apparently one that is mostly women, right? Is that true? Maybe. Okay, so there's one. They're all no. You know what it is? Upcoming. There's a part where they're all Dio. No, that's <laughs> what it is, great. Jackie. Every character is Dio. If there is one where they're where the, it's all women or mostly women, I prop that's probably my favorite, even if it's terrible. But what if they're all, <laughs> what if they're all servants to one male character? Oh no! Then it's the worst. Okay, if what it's if like the all... if it's like the anti-feminist one where it's like they're all just housewives and they don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're all women, but well, they're all idiots. Well, you could be a feminist housewife, but you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they're all just the worst. They but all, I don't know. Araki just wrote like chapters and chapters of female characters going like, "I'm dumb." <laughs> I'm like, no, I was promised. Okay, uh, this is from Michael. Wait, Jackie, you read it. Okay, I read too much. I'll read it. This one is from Michael. Uh, greetings, JJB Pod crew. I really like this episode as well as we get to see. Wait, I can't read. I really like this episode as we get to see uh, into Bucciarati's life before being a gangster. A question I have for you guys is: If you were to be a JoJo character, what would your outfit look like? As nearly wait, what would your outfit look like? As nearly every stand user has an interesting outfit from Bucciarati zippers to uh, Fogo wearing. A, I guess Fugo. Fugo. Fugo wearing an outfit that embodies the words Swiss cheese. Uh, also, I like Mista's hint uh, at the squid ink noodles from Battle Tendency. I again oh, yeah. hope you enjoyed the episode. Sincerely, your Pennsylvania fan, Michael. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wonder how Mista and Giorno explained the suck to Naracha. Right. <laughs> so there's, there's a last episode. Um, there's this weird moment where a character is healing another one, but it's painful. Another character rides by on a gondola and thinks the other one is going down on 
he thinks that they're it looks very oral sexing and he freaks out but we have no idea if it was ever clarified to him <laughs> or now he sees a relationship that may or may not really exist um but it's it's pretty funny <laughs> um i forget what this writer who you just read the email of a second ago <clears throat> asked but it's what kind of clothes would you wear i feel like i would wear a suit because i don't want holes in my clothes i don't want to show off my skin um i would wear some kind of suit that's just a little too weird. Like, I'd wear a suit, holes for my nips, short shorts, high socks, mm. and maybe like a backwards hat. <laughs> I would I would have like like zippers that are like an S or not zippers like button patterns. Like it'd be a suit that looked like a dolly melting <laughs> suit. I think that's what I would wear. I'd have a hole for my belly button too. Okay. I would look like Carmen San Diego with, 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 <laughs> with the big scarf and under it. I don't know like fucking uh, like destiny's child outfits from the 90s sweet <laughs> i would I also have dark sunglasses that would impede my vision excellent <laughs> i'd work some denim in there i feel like we don't have enough denim in there denim wow. i feel like wow 90s de- denim denim is too normcore for this show yeah i don't think jojo's has ever had <laughs> just denim. someone that's wearing why, jeans that's why that's what's, that's what's missing, i think if they know? did it they, it would be just a lot of denim it would be denim on but denim would, on denim on denim i would have i would have a denim cape Ooh, <laughs> Ooh i don't i've never Very thought of that heavy and inconvenient I just think, uh, <laughs> acid washed cape. That's the outfit that would that they would remark on in JoJo's. Just someone wearing jeans and like a white button up. They'd be like, "What's this guy wearing? He must have a stand." Yeah. So Beck, the thing is, is like, there's a lot of as you can see, crazy fashion because yeah. the artist, he just he likes fashion. He follows like Italian, French fashion and stuff, and so he'll just write it in. But no one comments on it, mm-hmm. and like you can kind of tell who's going to be an important character because they're ridiculous because the rest of the people in the world are dressed just normally. That's what I was noticing by the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Beck, you have an art background. Sure. What do you think of some of this, this stuff like that approach of just putting something really ridiculous in the middle of this normalcy? As far as like their, their costumes. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, I was because I don't have any context, so I was like, "Is this in the future?" <laughs> I, I think I wrote like, "What? What are these people? And when are these people?" <laughs> and I don't. I'm like, "Or are they royalty? Are they like, uh, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're working for someone like rich, so they're like." But then I could realize, I think in like the flashbacks when I started seeing like, "Okay, people wearing normal clothes," but he still had this like spotted suit mm-hmm. or the zipper suit. Yeah, yeah. Even when he was true. younger, it was like a spotted jacket or something. He still had yeah. a bob. I noticed yeah, that. Like, as a little kid, he had a little bob. <laughs> right, he Cute. didn't have the little barrettes. It in. was helpful to know who he was. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the guy. Who <laughs> yeah, because um, for the first second, I was like, oh, I thought Bruno's dad was Bruno. Oh. For a second, because I was like, oh, he used to dress normal, I guess. But then I saw the kid who looked exactly like Bruno. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but he, he doesn't. He doesn't have barrettes, and I think his clothes are mostly normal. And then he gets a little older, and then they do. Yeah, he gets the spotted suit. Yeah, like you said, the spotted suit though, it looks like a bunch of droplets or like drips are on it, and because it was like white droplets, I was like, this is gross. Looks like bird poop. Bird poop is one way to go. That's better than what I was thinking, but Uh, it's just gross. (laughs) And there's there's like fashion by Bondi Presto. They make JoJo official merch, and it looks really cool. But I've seen some shirts and stuff that are that pattern. And I'm like, I don't want a bunch of just like dripply droplets on my clothes. It <laughs> looks like I'm, wrong. <laughs> like, I, like I'm anti-laundry or something. Um, I also love, since we're talking about Bruno's clothing, that when he was at the funeral, he wore a, he had his black suit. Okay. Yeah. With the white droplets. That was so yeah. good. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. He's going for a vacation. Mm-hmm. 
Beck, first of all, I realized that I actually showed you JoJo's years ago. I, I think I showed you part of a fight from like a video, like a home only video. And I think it's a final battle where one character throws a truck at the other one and says, here, eat some of this truck. Whoa. Do you remember that? Like a long time ago. A long time ago. I didn't know how, how long has this show been going on? Well, the show is only five years old, six years old, but the, the manga goes back 30 years. Um, so the thing I showed you came out in the 90s. That's when I was first getting into it. I remember Eat This Truck. That's all. Yes. <laughs> that was the Dio fight with Jotaro mm-hmm. at the end instead of a steamroller in the OVA. For some reason, it's a truck. And he says in the subtitles, eat some of this truck. That's a great line. So, Beck, you, you said before you weren't sure, like, are they royalty? Are they this? Are they, like, what what is going on? What yeah. do you think is going on, you know, before this starts? Like, what do you, what do well, you think like, the context is here? <laughs> I don't, like... Th- I would say the beginning felt like kind of uh, almost like a James Bond kind of thing. Like somebody hired to do a mission. They only have so much information. And uh, I didn't know if they'd ever met the boss. Actually, when I, I was still processing like what everyone looked like. So mm-hmm. when I guess they flashed back to them getting the mission with the, with the girl and mm-hmm. uh, Bruno in the same room. And I thought that was the boss. And I, then I realized, oh, he's wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know who the boss was. So I... I don't know. It seems, I guess they were, I don't know if they were a bigger team because he said he didn't know who was still alive. I didn't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's, so it's the mafia. Um, like they are. It takes yeah. place in Italy. Or they work for, yeah. Okay. In the 90s. Okay. Because why not? Well, it takes place, <laughs> it actually does take place in 2001. Okay. But it is written. In the 90s. In ni- it came out in 1997, these chapters. It, it lasted a few years. Okay. I definitely but, thought futuristic because of the style. But. Mm. Yeah. It's just somehow ignored. And it's ignored that their names are Italian food and that their powers are named after American or just Western music. So, yeah, it's great. I think that's a hilarious thing to do with comics is just put in these absurd things and be like, it's normal. Just roll with it. Which is, I think, a difficulty it would have if you adapted it to like an American movie. I think audiences wouldn't be able to get past that. Personally, um... Okay, so, I think we have no more emails. Thank God. On its corner. We can summarize the episode? We can start talking about the episode now. So they're on a boat. Right. <laughs> so, it starts with, with the intro, and then we're on. they're on like a speedboat. Because there are very few roads in Venice. I guess. That's yeah. true? Yeah. It's almost um, all of the traffic is via canal oh, or yeah. footpath. Wait, Beck, what is your background with anime? Do you have an I anime? I don't have. You don't really watch I mean, anime. No, I huge respect for it, but no, I'm not not too savvy with it. Have you seen Miyazaki movies? Yes, some. Um, okay. Seen like Princess Mononoke. No, it's been a while. You you seen anime? I've seen. You just were yeah, never I've seen, and I've, I again, I'm just I'm just like not savvy. I haven't seen too much, so yeah. But you're some, not you're not someone who's like had people, like a weekly watch or anything. No, no, no. Some people on this show, it's like this is the first time I've ever seen an anime. Oh no, no, no. It's not that. It's not like <laughs> to the point where like even though I'm commenting on their styles and stuff, like nothing caught me so off guard. Like I know yeah. like like um, even the way they express themselves like are very extremely going to anger and like you know the yeah. whole background changing for that or like seeing yeah. the sweat drops. None of that's yeah. like foreign to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, so they're on a boat. Some of them are inside the turtle, which is, I don't know if you caught that, Beck, but some no. of them are inside a turtle. That's so. why some of them are giant, because <laughs> some of them are sitting inside the turtle. That's the turtle's power. 
So they're inside the turtle with like sofas and they look up and it's like a glass dome where they can see the people who are not inside. Oh, wait, wait, yes. I remember, it's, yeah, that threw It looked like off. they were in a room and yeah, then they're yeah. on a boat. And there was like a, someone above in like a glass kind of a... Yeah, yeah. Oh. so they're inside a turtle. That turtle is on the boat. There's two people on the boat. I think it's... Uh, I think it's Fugo. I don't know. There's two people on the boat and then there's there's Trish and Bucciarati are inside the turtle and I don't know who else. But some people, they're all on the boat, but some people are on the boat that's on the turtle that's on the boat and some people are just oh see that's boat. why i thought it was a flashback when it was bruno and uh the girl uh, they were inside the turtle right yeah they're inside the turtle yeah okay. yeah i thought that was like a moment just before when they're receiving the disc or something okay yeah and then they like yeah so then they they i guess it, while inside the turtle they take out the disc and put it inside their computer and they start reading messages from the or, or the messages that are on the disc from the boss they have but, their own correspondence corner that's right. <laughs> they load up and they say, this instruction is from the boss. Oh, the boss. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> Buongiorno. Wait, does that, you saying aloha, does that mean Chad's the boss? Chad's the boss. Chad's the boss of oh this Oh my podcast. God. Anyway, uh, so, you know, the, the boss in the letters is like, uh, <clears throat> safest way for me to meet my daughter is, you know, doing this stuff. He was like, don't do anything other than what's inside this, you know, floppy disk um and the instructions are like go towards this island which has like this big old church building and with a tower um you're san gonna, giorgio Maggiari. yeah you're gonna go straight through you're gonna make a left you're gonna make another like right you're gonna go up to the elevators uh don't you're not allowed yeah go ahead you're, you're not allowed to bring any kind of weapons so no knives no but they're sand users so like what does it matter if yeah right it's like you kind of have weapons yeah, so don't bring any weapons. Um, there's a tracking device on the disc, so you're going to have the disc with you so I know where you are. Um, and, and only one of them can go. Only one of them can go and escort her. Everyone else has to stay on the boat. So did when you guys saw the, like, the island, did you think it was like for a second like Lisa Lisa's island? Because I did. I did not Oh, that, that. would have been cool. That would have been awesome if there was a throwback but to Lisa Lisa. But Araki just wants to show as much different stuff as possible, I feel like. Mm. But yeah, yeah, revisiting stuff would be cool like that. It would be nice if they ever mentioned her again. Yeah. <laughs> like ever. <laughs> that would also be nice, wouldn't it? Um, anyway. So yeah, Araki also likes history, but like culture of... He, he's a big Italy fan, a bunch of Japanese people. Yeah, I kind of picked up on them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> a little no, no, bit. No, it's cool, yeah. Yeah, um, so this is... And this is... Um, even some of the interiors are modeled after what the inside of that church really looks like. Nice. Um, the Twitter user Machalion... Uh, or mag um, has some photos comparing the two. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, the church has, or the island itself has been painted by Monet um, in a series, a series of paintings by Monet, who is some artist, some I painting think it's Monet. guy. Monet? Yeah. Like David Monet, famous playwright? No, you're thinking of David Mamet. Oh, um, so then some of the guys are like, oh, great, we're here. Let's like just live it up in Venice. And Bucciarati's like, no, dude, we have to finish this mission. Well, no, I think he's saying like, before we go home, we should yeah. stop and live it up. And one yeah. of them mentions horsehair crab. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't just seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird to me. I'm going to look it up. That did seem like a weird shifting of attitudes where I'm like, oh, this is a serious mission. And he's yeah. like, hey, let's go party. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> before <laughs> Let's after. go sightseeing. <laughs> Always thinking of his next meal, but so am I. Mm. Oh. Um, so Giorno uh, volunteers Lovely. to be the bodyguard for Trish after, you know, they, they know what the plan is. They're like, okay, one of us needs to escort her. 
um, and Giorno is like, oh, I'll do it. And um, Abacchio, who has applied a fresh coat of purple lipstick, is <laughs> yeah. like, no, man, obviously Bucciarati is going to do it. It's like, he's, he's like, yeah, like, dude, what are you even thinking? It has to be Bucciarati. He's the leader. He's, he's the capo. The, yeah, the capo. And then the two of them, Bruno and Giorno, exchange a bunch of knowing looks. They, it's like they, they, they're like, yeah, you're going to, yeah, okay, yeah. He's like, one of us <laughs> is going to get hurt real fucking bad. Yeah. Because uh, they are both plotting to kill the boss. Oh. Yeah. But okay. none of the rest of the team knows, as far as I know. They, yeah, they, they agree that the organization is, like, corrupt in a bad way. It's weird. They're like... Seemingly fine with the all the other crimes, like the murder stuff, whatever. But yeah, they, they don't like um, the drugs. They don't oh, yeah, like the drugs. The drug yeah. trade is they what bothers hate them. Hate drugs. And, and I thought about this, and it is like, yeah, you know, in Goodfellas, the classic 1993, I think, uh, gangster movie, um, like the one of the bosses, I think it's not the Don, maybe, but one of the big ones is like, don't get mixed up in drugs and yeah, stuff. I don't yeah. want anything to do with drugs. Because at first, I was like what do you guys think this is? Like they're criminals, but mm-hmm. I think some mafias maybe don't really condone that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What, what about the ones in our state here well, in New Jersey? Should we call, <laughs> call up some neighbors? Bring them on the show. There's, oh yeah. There is the, the theme of this, of this show is like, you know, you can't really trust the cops to do the right thing, but maybe you can trust the mafia to do the right thing. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> they could have all just, in, this, instead of doing this, they could have all just joined the police and reformed the police from the inside instead of trying to reform the mafia from the inside. You can't change it from the inside, Jackie, <laughs> unless you murder everyone. That's what they're corrupt. trying to do. Yeah, yeah they're trying to murder the But don't the do boss. drugs, kids. <laughs> this right. is all an elaborate anti-drug campaign. If you do like drugs, you sponsored by Japan. There. <laughs> you'll either get arrested or zipped or unzipped. By Mama Bruno. Yeah. People call Bruno uh, like the mom because he is very feminine looking Mm -hmm. and and is like the leader. And very nurturing. (laughs) He's very very kind. That's true. Like the, the whole group of people that are following him are people that he took under his wing because they had some kind of trouble or trauma or okay. something in their lives and he's like come become part of my family basically like okay. we're a new family now like and he's the mom <laughs> but it is still like a crime organization so it is like yeah indoctrination like that kind i of saved family. you now what i want you to do is find business owners and force them to pay us money <laughs> yeah uh, otherwise we'll break their knees but not the drugs um so it's weird though because the other guys we like them we're supposed to like them basically <laughs> as readers or watchers so they're like nice kids to a degree. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know, they have right and wrong. But it's like, you should tell them like, hey, guess what? The boss is a piece of shit. He probably wants to hurt uh, his daughter. Why don't we all go in there, disobey his orders, and just murder him? But instead, Bruno, I guess, or they think, Bruno or Giorno thinks like, we'll go in there and then when he meets his daughter. That makes sense. We'll unsuspectingly take him out. Yeah. I mean, that makes more sense, I think, because if he sees more than if he's if he sees already that they're disobeying him, then he might he might just disappear, you know, or like not show himself or try to kill them in a different way or, or like leave and get maybe he has like the place surrounded by his people and they could kill him. Like, you don't really know. Like he set this up because he thought it was safe for him. So if you're going to try to disobey him right away, like that's I think that's a really stupid move because he probably has plans in place in case, if, if people disobey him at any step of the way. If anything goes I wrong. Yes. But he has no hostage. Like, yeah, I guess he could leave, but yeah, I don't know. It'd be good to just have like people outside the doors, like hide, but be nearby. 
It's also weird that he's doing this himself. Like he could have just had one of these guys like grab her for him. I think there's been some hints that Trish, Trish is the the, the daughter, the girl with the pink hair and all the math symbols on math her clothes. clothes, all the, the <laughs> I didn't notice the math, yeah. the math, the math teacher. Um, so I, I, there's been hints that she has powers. So maybe he mm. thinks that too and is worried mm. that maybe she could escape or uh, kill if he sent like a regular person after mm. her like a non-stand user so maybe mm. he's like i'll do it myself or maybe he wants to meet her like legitly and then get rid of her yeah that's kind of that's that's more what i think anyway so um jarno and butrati exchange looks of understanding and then um butrati's like hey um ladybugs ladybugs are good luck right you should give me one of your ladybugs and then Jorno is like oh yeah sure and he gives life to one of the little ladybug pendants to make it alive and yeah. make it a tracker for Jorno because Jorno's power you mean I'll make it a tracker for like, the boss or you're oh no you're saying that Jorno can follow this is like okay. part of their that like this is something that they're doing to plan something out so uh Jorno has a power where he can take any he has a, he has a power that does a lot of things but he can take any object and make it alive okay and when that thing is alive so he can like take your your you know like your cup and turn it into a you know a bird or something like it doesn't it doesn't have to be the same shape in fact for a long time we didn't see that he turned a suitcase into a frog he turned dollar bills into butterflies he just needs like a vehicle for it right in this case though he turns i guess a a beetle a ladybug into a ladybug he turns a pendant into a ladybug pendant into a real ladybug that still looks like a pendant but he can also give it like turn it into a function like being the tracking device then well like a, a, a part of like one of the properties that one of like a creature that he creates has is that he knows where it is at all times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so like he, like he'll, because it's a part of his power, he's always aware of where his power is out in the world. Is that established already? Uh, I'm, I'm make I'm uh, making a lot of assumptions here because I guess it's fair. <laughs> so is he aware it of sounds where, convincing? So. Yeah. <laughs> is he aware of Mista at all times then? Cause he plugged him full of flesh. Heel? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So they take the elevator. Right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, before, before, before Bujarati leaves, because they're still on the boat, uh, Jorno gives him the, the, the ladybug pendant to track him. And then um, uh, Fugo is like, hey, you know, this might be as good of time as any to tell you this, but let's do our best. Let's aim high or something. And I'm like, what is he talking about? <laughs> he kind of gives like a night, like an, I thought he was going to say like, thank you for being the best. Like, thank I don't know. You for being it's like, it's like parting words, I guess. But it's like, let's all do our best and aim high. And I don't know what Fugo was doing there. I don't know if anybody knows. I, didn't, Ra- I, I, I may have been looking at something else. Write in and let us know what Fugo was doing there. Maybe he knew something was going to happen. And yeah. that's why he felt like he had to get those vague words in yeah about doing better yeah it sounded like he was saying like we should overtake the kappa the 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 boss or something almost. yeah he says let's get as high as we can in this organization yeah i, I don't know he might have just been like dapping up bruno yeah or maybe he was just like trying to get them okay with the idea that, he, that the boss he was gonna be like you guys don't really like the boss right like i know we don't know him or who he is but like he kind of sucks right like yeah like if like if you i'm just saying like if someone killed him you know, like it wouldn't be that bad, right? Like you guys are cool with that. And they're like, no, Bruno, no one could kill the boss. That would be fucked up. No, this and was Fugo like, saying it. Yeah, I know. But I'm just, oh, was he? Yeah. No, then what the fuck does he know? Fugo was the one saying, let's all do our best. 
Oh, maybe he's just Bruno. become a positive person instead of a hothead. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, um, so yeah, so then um, Butcherati and Trish go inside. But before um, they get on the elevator. Uh, right. They go towards the elevator. And uh, Trish is like. She already lo- has this look on her face like yeah. she's sad or something. I'm like, what's her problem? Like, why hasn't she voiced any concern? She barely talks in any other episodes. So. But now she does. <laughs> yeah. Now she suddenly has she's, like an She's opinion. had one or two talking moments, but they were yeah. mostly her being a posh, fancy 15-year-old. Yeah. Right, she's had no agency at all. Yeah. Yeah, she's just been like, I'm bored. Why Why are these guys dragging me around? Whatever. <laughs> but now she's like crouched down on the ground. She's like, what's going to happen to me after this handoff happens? Yeah. And Bruno goes like, well, you'll probably be... You'll the have boss to change will... your entire identity and live in a foreign country, but you'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks the boss is taking her so that he can put her in like a witness protection style thing. Yeah. It's weird though, because he's like, you'll probably have to get plastic surgery. And I was like, I don't think that's very comforting yeah. to anyone to be like, you're going to have to modify your body so no one finds you. Yeah. I'd be like, maybe. He should have just been like, maybe you'll, you know, you'll have to dye your hair <laughs> wear a disguise. or something. Or yeah. stop dyeing your hair pink. <laughs> yeah. Big sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought she wasn't a regular character. I thought she had like some troubled past and she was like given by the boss to them to like put into safety. That was like my initial uh, impression. No, so so her deal is she's the boss's daughter, but the boss didn't even know that he had a daughter until recently. So her mother died and uh, I guess... The boss wants... Wants the, to meet her. Yeah, yeah. Wants, or at least wants her brought to him because he's worried that people will... Uh, through like finding her trace his identity and nobody knows his identity yeah uh or or, yeah mostly get get his identity Mm -hmm. yeah that's true um yeah so she she knows like something bad is is gonna happen she's not comfortable he he goes to um, butcherati tries to come for her he goes to grab her hand and she like pulls away and she's like it's not like i'm nervous or anything and then she goes into the elevator so i guess she had like a moment of vulnerability and she was and then she was like no well no it's it's fine you don't have to come for me like let's just go and get this over with and then as the elevator goes up she does have another thought too where she was like what if i don't like my father and bruno says also she holds her hand. I mean, she holds his hand. She like get, she then in the elevator as it starts to go up, she kind of puts her hand on his and then they hold hands because I guess she was nervous and she was like, please, <laughs> like comfort me. And then, yeah, Bruno kind of grabs it back and she's like, oh, she's like surprised, but doesn't dislike it. Mm. But then she's like, what if I don't like my father? And he says, no family worries about that, yeah. which I thought was dismissive. Yeah. Incorrect. Yeah. And rude. Yeah. I think he's saying like it doesn't matter like your your family is your family. Yeah. You know but, what I mean? Like even yeah. if you don't like your dad, he's still your dad. I think yeah. that was the intention and the the wording seems like your what your impression was, but I think it was supposed to be like, you know, we're family no like you can't control right, who's that's in your what family I got out and you're going to accept each other, but the way he said it sounded a little more. But I mean, there is maybe I'm still not getting it, but I feel like there are people who are like stepbrothers, half, you know, half siblings. Um, you know, have never met their parents and then they meet them and they don't like them. I think it's a fair question to ask, but you're saying that he's saying because your family, it doesn't matter. I don't understand. I mean, she surely believes in family. I guess it does. Maybe he's, he's like liking your family is not important. (laughs) I think it's, I think it's a sort of reassurance, like giving permission for you to Uh, not have to like immediately feel close to this person that you've never met before. Like even like in an adopted situation or something like that, where it's just like, 
this is your debt. Like, you um, don't have to go in with any particular You don't feeling. have to like him, so don't worry about that. Yeah, that's not an mm. obligation for someone that's, you know, okay. never met Okay, maybe that father. is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'd have to, I'm not fluent in Japanese, but maybe looking at it would still give me some um, clarity or a different translation. Uh, I'll probably forget to do that, though. But then suddenly... <laughs> The elevator door opens and she disappears. Except for her hand, but which her, is bleeding everywhere. Still holding, he'll still hold. He's still holding her hand, but the rest I of her body is hold gone. Hold your severed hand. Her, yeah, her body's gone. Um, okay. And he's like, "What the fuck? Did the boss kill her? Like, was that the whole plan? Was so that he can kill her himself?" And then what's weird is Kira pops out and is like, "Are you guys together? Yeah, right. Are you dating? Like, are she available? What's the deal with her?" I'm just kidding. That Back. Didn't Last arc, the main villain was a guy who was a serial killer obsessed with women's hands, and mm. he so he would kill women and then keep their hands as like pets, basically oh. as girlfriends. Whoa. No, he was dating them. Uh, yeah, he, sorry, Whoa. as girlfriends. He, he would, thought their hands was like them anyway, and he would talk to them like they were full women. Yeah, this is cool. his his power. Actually, his stand powers on this shirt that yeah. Jackie got me. I'm wearing a Killer Queen shirt, everybody. Nice. Um, but yeah, severed hands again. Jojo, Jojo is the following dogs dying yes deadbeat dads or lost dads or just dad issues yeah uh hands coming off um um androgyny and dad femininity. issues dog, dog issues dad issues <laughs> hand <laughs> issues gay and Every, everyone is gay which is not an issue everyone is androgynous and right not everyone queer old joseph Scott everyone is queer.com <laughs> let's let's get on name cheap right now and buy that for a dollar what if what if we should make everyone is queer.com leads to soundcloud.com slash jjb pod by the way yes. uh, if you want to write to us forgot to mention this if you want to end up in the correspondence corner basement which i promise you it's a finished basement it's nice it's not dingy there's no rats but there's a water heater down there yeah like, it's you gotta noisy. put stuff you gotta put stuff like that in your basement yeah it's but it's not that noisy uh, there's a there's a laundry effect. too don't you're ruining the sale but it's good you, there's a washer dryer you don't have to go too far for that kind of stuff write to jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com and we'll read it on here unless it's completely irrelevant or stupid or whatever and we're back where, uh, were, where were we thank you for that this word. episode is brought to you by everyone is queer.com exactly <laughs> um uh, now there's a flashback Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Trish disappears, and then suddenly there's a flashback. With, like, happy Italian music. Yeah. Well, it seems like this would have been, like, a commercial break. And then when we come back from the commercial break, after thinking about what happened to Trish... What happened? You don't <laughs> find out for another you, long time. Wait, 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 wait. What? Jackie, what do you think... When this happened, what were you thinking when he just notices that a severed hand is left? Um, I thought that... So I still think it was Dio. Oh my God. I, th- I still thought the boss was so Dio. So you're saying it's definitely not Dio. Not I still think that. it's Dio. I still think it's Dio. I, I, just, think, I, don't, I think Dio I don't has know, something just, to do with this. I just don't know where you guys get that. I guess it's, it's just it's the time thing. But so you, you guys thought that before. The power seems like time related and the boss himself, the like shadowy glimpses that we've gotten of him, he's very Dio-like. He's wow. Like, he's, he's, I don't know. He's just like this muscular dude. It's the calves. He sits in a room. He sits in a room with like Victorian looking objects. And I don't know. But, but Dio in part three. He wears like a cape with roses that like fall to the ground. I don't know. He's a very dramatic man. Dio like stands <laughs> places and lets people look at his beautiful body and hypnotizes them and is like, I'm Dio. I'm the best. And Maybe well, he's not opposite. He's probably not hot anymore because he had a truck fall on his face and he got burned alive and stuff. <laughs> 
He's probably hideous. You think maybe now he's like, okay. Except for his calves. Except for his dynamite calves. I'm going to be very disappointed if Dio doesn't somehow come into this. Not Maybe not Dio himself, but the idea of Dio. Because, um, because Giorno is Dio's son. That like, he has to... You, Jorno can't not know that he's Dio's son. Like that needs to come up. Right, he's got to find needs, out. That yeah, needs but, to come up. But but wait, but like all of JoJo's is new generations. What do you mean? Like I don't know. Jonathan isn't really an important part in Joseph's arc. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he talks to like his so, grandmother like, and stuff. Why like, make this kid Dio's son if he's not gonna uh, end oh, up saying, with with yeah. some kind of conflict of like, right. wait, I'm Dio's son, but I'm also. Uh, jonathan's son because bodies are weird yeah if that doesn't, if that doesn't <laughs> pay off dads. at some point like it'll suck yeah i guess mark's it, saying it won't pay off and the to. show sucks oh my god oh wow. my god if it doesn't then i'm i'm gonna be mad at this season but it's still my favorite it's still my favorite why arc. would you whatever whatever anyway I'm mad that you want to retread old ground. That's what I'm saying. It has to but come they're up. The one, he's the one who mentioned that this is like, why would you drop that hint and then not pay it off later in the show? What hint? That's stupid. That like Dio is going to be mentioned. What are you talking about? What hint? That he's probably Dio's son. He is Dio's son. So then they should explain how that happened at some point. They did. I think he Didn't should. They? He yeah. We know how it happened. We sh- he should just know about it. It's like the first episode. He should know who. But Dio they don't is. explain like is he like how did Dio have a child? Oh, like how he, is that possible? Never, no, I think they just say that they had sex. Are you saying that it, he never? We never see him like react to it. And he doesn't know either. Are you sure? Really? How would he know? I he thought did, he did. He doesn't know he's Dio's son. I thought he did. He doesn't know who Dio is. Dio was an important villain for parts one and three. He's so. a vampire. He's, he's also the villain in this it. arc. No, he's not. <laughs> That's the complication. He's just, he's just a very, uh, he's just a very interesting character and he's okay. great. He's a bad person. And the way that this guy was, so Dio, he's like, also a vampire. He's oh, also a vampire. He also took over another guy's body uh, so really, this kid is has two dads because oh, that's <laughs> the other guy you're talking about. He's Dio's it. Dio's son, but he's also Jonathan's son. That's right. It's it's a nur- nur- <laughs> I like that that was summarized before by bodies are weird. So. <laughs> nur- yeah. nurture from the neck up, nature from the head down of the the two yes. dads. Yes, but yeah, that has to come up again. I don't. Why are we talking about this right uh, now? We're talking about family and worrying about. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Maybe it does come back around because again, I I read it a long time ago. I don't remember. Um, but it is funny because she's like, what if I don't like my dad? And Giorno hasn't met his dad. Yeah. But we did also see his dad, uh, burn into dust or whatever in the sun, but anything is possible. I just think that Araki, like, you know how there's a lot of things that it's like, oh, Araki forgot. Like he added this cool thing and then it never comes up again. This can't be a thing that he just forgets about. This is too important. Too important. I'll be very upset. But anyway. Anyway, we're in Bruno's backstory. Yes. So, yeah, we get a backstory. With this happy accordion Italian music. And it's about Bruno's dad is a fisherman. And there is that how you say it? Fisherman? Or is it fisherman? Fisherman. fisherman. And they're pretty. He's a fishman. Uh, he's They're pretty happy, I believe. Uh, Bruno helps out his dad with his bob. They're not that happy, though. Because but it turns divorce. out. Well, yeah, eventually. There's a part where his mom is reading him a bedtime story. And it's the title is My Pegasus. Father S. Pegasus. <laughs> and I don't know what that book would be about. <laughs> Great question. It's like a bootleg Chinese, like, you know, thing you'd find on a corner store in New York or something. Is it my father is Pegasus? My father's 
says Pegasus. My father S maybe, Pegasus. Maybe my father's Pegasus. Maybe it's my father's Pegasus. Like my dad I, oh, has a Pegasus. I think it's Pegasus. supposed to be that, but it's I like the apostrophe that's yeah. missing. Okay. My father S Pegasus. Like my da- my dad, comma Sheldon Pegasus. You all know him. This is a biography written from his child's point of view. Um, so when he was seven, his parents uh, divorced, and he never really was told why that happened. But he gets into this horrible situation. Why would they? Why would his parents put him in this situation where they let him decide who he wants to stay with? But the mom is like asking him, like, "You want to? You know, you're gonna decide. But you want to come with me, right? In the city, you're gonna have a better life here. There's there there there's um kids you know, your age, better school, and kids your age, and you know, there's nothing for you in this town. But you know, it's up to you, and you should make your own choice. But you like me better, right? And I'm begging the question. <laughs> it's very bad parenting. And he gave the wrong answer. <laughs> like there should. You're not gonna, no, you he didn't give the wrong answer. He said he said da- his dad, which is clearly which was clearly the wrong answer for to them. her to, to her and the dad because the dad was also like what like he was like oh shit I have to be a dad now like yeah. he didn't expect it that doesn't mean that he doesn't want it both of them it just seemed like I they think were, he also they, it seemed like he also agreed that he should go with the mom it seemed like they really wanted him to go with the mom both of them had pretty much decided this. They wanted to let him think it was his own choice, but he ended up choosing the dad. Well, maybe they, they shouldn't do that. I mean, they shouldn't have had him make the decision anyway. Right. That's why but it no. seems like it's fucked <laughs> up. He chooses the dad because I think he's he's a caring person even at this point, and he feels yeah. that his mom is like stronger uh, as a person. dad needs him more. Yeah. He's like, oh, my, my dad needs, he my needs some help. going to be a lonely ass fisherman. <laughs> yeah. Only talking to trout. Yeah. All day or whatever. Yeah. What, are, what do they have in Italy? Um, <laughs> so tilapia. Whatever. Those anyway. poop eating fish. So yeah, yeah. I think I think this is nice. I, I think it's horrible <laughs> that they made him make the decision. Wait, what uh, is nice about it? It's nice that he was like, "I'm going to choose the parent that may uh, need somebody to accompany them." Bad sitch, though. Yeah, yeah. It really sucks for him. So now he's, he's like, "I'm going to choose dad because he didn't put me in this horrible situation like you did. I don't want to be asked these questions. I'm well, a child. You know, we can't blame one person or the other for the divorce. There could have been problems. No, on she both grabs sides. him and says, "Make a decision." His dad oh, is yeah. doing that, being like me, right? Wink, wink. So the mom leaves and she's, she says she's going to visit every month, uh, but she ends up remarrying and only sees him at Christmas time, which, which sucks. Well, what's the deal with her new husband? Yeah. Is he like, I don't like you leaving on the weekends yeah. to see who? They have new hot kids. <laughs> <laughs> Much more fashionable kids. Modern, yeah. Contemporary kids. Um, so the dad became determined to send his son to a better school. Um, so he starts getting into the tourist industry and taking tourists around on his boat and take, taking tourists fishing and stuff like that. Until one day. Until one day, some bad tourists came by who yeah. wanted to be drug dealer, drug dealing tourists. Um, and they were like, uh, yeah, whatever. We just, just, take us to, just take us to that island to fish. I don't want to hear your like shit about this area. I don't Which care. for me, if I were... On running the boat would be like no I'm not taking you if you're going to be an asshole <laughs> but I think yeah. it was showing the desperation of like he has to make money he can't really turn yeah. down clients I was hoping they'd be like we're going to pay you a lot you know I was waiting for that too mm. you know as though because they can say whatever they want if they plan on getting rid of him right so yeah I was hoping they'd be like hey you know we said we'd pay you double or whatever but mm. instead yeah it just seems sort of like he's bullied into it I also I don't like that the anime does this I mean I guess it's a little bit like this in the manga but I don't like this voice acting where it's just too over the top like yep. we get it they're bad guys like make it seem like he's being fooled a little bit mm-hmm. nobody's like regular rude on JoJo's it's always like the most rude person ever yeah, they're like spelling it out yeah like bad guy like, oh, what <laughs> you don't want to take us to the island come on old man get on that boat and like people don't do that stop it i mean not that the show is realistic at all and people overreact but like 
Don't be that cheesy bad guy thing. So he takes these guys out to the boat, and later the Coast Guard finds him full of bullet holes. He was shot seven times by those men. Um, but he lives. He's like Mista. And he takes him, they take him to the hospital, and he does live. Yeah, it was weird. They were like, the Coast Guard rescued him, but his body had seven holes in it. I was like, wait, is he dead? And you use the <laughs> verb rescued? Like, don't worry, we saved your dad. He is dead, but, <laughs> but we, here he we is. preserved his body in that sense. So they, they take him to the hospital and Bruno is like waiting for his dad and he's like all worried. And then like some detective comes up to him and he's like, hey, are you his son? Uh, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, they, they shot him because he was witness to a drug dealer. So, you know, we're interested in, he's a key witness. So we're interested in keeping him alive too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. In the comic, they showed the drug deal. I don't remember it. Um, but I want to know, like, when he got shot, did they go there planning to shoot him? Uh, if so, they should have shot him in the head. How'd but they get back? Do you think, like, the people they met on the island that were, like, the drug buyers or, or whatever were, like, you're going to get rid of the, the fishermen, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And they just, like, <laughs> shot him down. Probably a panic move. Yeah. And then they're like, well, how do we get back? <laughs> oh, know? how did they get Does out? Does anyone know how to drive this boat? <laughs> Maybe they maybe they did take his boat. Maybe they live there now with the drugs. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, so the it's, dad survived, yeah. and but while he's recovering, yeah, the same two people who got on his boat slip into his room to try and knife him to make sure that he's dead like fisher- for real. fishermen have too much energy <laughs> which yeah. like that's not the right word too much energy it's not like he's like listless running around and stuff like too much mean, durability like they're too resilient yeah I they. Yeah. But anyway, instead of murdering the dad, Bruno kills them both. Yeah, Bruno is like hiding under the bed. Can I just say, did that scene remind anybody else of another scene? Uh, no, what? Kill Bill? I was, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, okay. Like 100%. The, the animated the hiding, part of hiding Kill Bill. Hiding under the bed, the, ki- the, the killer being the kid, and the, the guys come in and... Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's hiding under the bed and then like stabs them from under the bed or something. Yep. Oh, I've never seen it. Right. It was yeah. during, during an animated like part. Like the anime part, yeah. Oh. When I saw that... And it, was yeah. back to, it was a flashback as well. That's why I'm like, oh, and then it, it kind of shows how the, their fate was determined from then on, like his hatred of the drug dealers. I wonder so. if it was a reference to JoJo's. Yeah, Kill Bill probably was referencing JoJo's. Mm. Which would be very sense. similar. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I guess it's possible if someone was interested in anime. And no, Quentin Tarantino has no original ideas. Well, who knows? <laughs> if, he stole this whole. I don't know if he JoJo's. reads JoJo's. If he read JoJo's, he'd want to make JoJo's. I True. know that. I, I know none of that. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, th- by the way, that part in Kill Bill made me sad when I saw it. I don't know. Just like that daughter's whole life was really fucked up. I just felt bad it's for her dark. and the violence. I think at the time I just, it was too much for me seeing it animated. I don't think I really watched gory anime at that point. Maybe. Yeah. Even though maybe I saw Evangelion. So I don't know what my problem was. I think just its tone was very dark. Um, but I also really liked this, especially the second guy that's like, Hey, what are you doing? And Bruno just shoves a knife through his eye socket. Yeah. Like without letting him finish his sentence. I out loud was like, Ooh, cause I thought <laughs> it was so cool. <laughs> uh, I wrote down, fuck yeah, murder. So, <laughs> You can tell. I didn't need to write that, but I did. Oh, also, when they rescue his dad, uh, or I guess that's about to happen, right? It just There's some shot of Bruno bowing a bunch. Miles, did you write that down? Your pen was moving around the same time I was. No, but I did notice it, and it doesn't make sense that he would bow like Italians that. don't bow. Cause it's like Araki, <laughs> Araki is the name of the writer. The last name is uh, Hirohiko Araki is his full name. Mm-hmm. So Araki like occasionally will write like uh, Italian stuff. Maybe they'll use an Italian vocab word but he doesn't speak Italian and it's for a Japanese audience. So like when you see the messaging 
on like the computer screen it's written in italian yeah but that's that's something the anime team has come up with in the original it's written in japanese all of these characters are italian they all are speaking italian they're all italian people speaking italian giorno is i guess part japanese he's part he's part japanese i think yeah he's half um and he but like but he dyes his hair blonde bruno or or his hair turned blonde i think that's what happened yeah you know that happens your hair just turns blonde right no one actually would talk about dyeing their hair in the show. <laughs> they just naturally have purple hair or, or pink hair or whatever they don't or talk like about it hair. yeah <laughs> yeah and so we just see bruno bowing to the doctor a lot like thank you for saving my dad and i'm like did no one stop and realize this is only an asian thing people should bow it's polite it does feel nice i i think nodding a little bit like i'll nod down to people I think that's kind of a form of bowing. I think it's, yeah. Really it's similar, right? Deep bows only. Lowing, lowering your head. Work what? those quads. Bend, bend at, the, uh, at the middle. Mm-hmm. So um, Bruno vows to protect his father, and he thinks the best way to do that is to appeal to the mafia, to apply for a job at the mafia. Um, apply for a job? That's kind of what he did. He, he went sends up to his the, CV. He went to the building, uh, and he was like, protect, you know, protect me, protect my dad. And they were like, okay, you're going to work for us. And so he worked for the mafia. His dad dies, died five years later. Um, from complications from his injury, which can you really say that? I guess I guess you could. Yeah. Just five years later. So he must have been like, in the hospital for five years or, or something. Or like, I guess there was some damage that gave him a condition or something. Yeah. It just felt weird. Usually when you hear complications due to injuries, it's like a day later. Mm, but what do I true. know? Nothing. It must have really, something must have really screwed up. Like like the bullet had to oh, stay yeah, in his like spine or something. Smaller lung or something. Yeah, you don't yeah. know. Um. So he finds out that the organization also takes part in drug dealing, which he thought wasn't a thing, I guess. But when he finds out that he's part of an organization that also has to do with drug dealing, which I don't know if he, he, I don't know if he should necessarily blame the drug dealer dealing. It's the fact that they killed his dad, not the fact like they could have been doing any kind of criminal activity there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like it's, I don't think it's about the drugs. It's, it's about the fact that they killed his father because they didn't want any witness, not killed him, but they shot his father because they didn't want any witnesses. Well, I guess he kind of associates because the mafia wasn't explicitly dealing in drugs at first. He, I think uh, sees that as like other people, like drug dealers as like a class of people that is like separate Venn diagram circle from the mafia. And then he sees that like that same culture or community or whatever group of people is in the mafia or is that same group of people. Yeah. Like I think he has just decided that drug dealing is a different thing. Well, I think it's like, since it's tied to like childhood trauma, it like kind of heightens it compared to other crimes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so he finds that out and he vows to take over the organization basically and clean it up. But is he really going to do that? Because well, don't we see him with Giorno and Giorno is like, we should, you know, get up there and, and kill the boss because he's ruined the city or whatever with his crime. Yeah. Bruno already had that plan. And then when Giorno oh, told, okay. yeah, and then when Giorno to- told him that's what he wanted to do, Bruno was like, oh yeah, let's, let's do that together. Yeah. Cool. And then the flashback ends. Yes. It keeps showing like a wheel of fate turning. And then it, it turns out that's actually how Bruno's zipper is designed. But it just made me think of Wheel of Fortune, which is a cool idea for a stand being based on Tara. But the actual Wheel of Fortune stand in part three is lame. It's the guy who drives the car that is evil. Remember? And the car can drive through the ground. And then he turns out he's a little guy who just has one jacked arm. Oh, yeah. It was a stupid arm. That was, yeah, that was dumb um anyway so bruno is back in in real life at the in you know time is relative but (laughs) he's back in the present in the elevator holding a severed hand um 
and he zips through the floor. And a lot of good zipper usage. A lot here. of good zipper usage. He zips through the Zip. f- floor and he sees that there's like a shadowy man carrying Trish like over his shoulder or something and down the elevator shaft. Um, Beck, do you understand the zipper power? I guess I do. Now he can create like his own portals and transport himself that way. Yes. But then I guess he can also within himself because he's unzipped and got a phone out of his chin at one point. That threw me off more than him zipping through like different like walls. And I'm like, okay, that's his thing. Cool. And then he's just like, wait, I need my phone. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> well, what's portal space you that know. exists and he can just open, he can create zipper, like zippers allow him to go th- and pull things out of right. wherever he needs them and that kind of thing. But like, you know, it's better than having like a belt clip. You know, you look like a nerd. You should just keep this. Oh cell no, phone. I'm all in favor of his zipper. Okay. Yeah, it's weird because he can cut through things with the zipper, but it also sometimes opens up hammer space, basically. Like this sort of empty pocket oh, yeah. that's just in a different dimension almost. That's not really delved into. You're kind of just like Don't think Okay, much. sure. And you can see that he sometimes can zip things together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he attached the hand. And, then, yeah. and I was also thinking, I'm like, well, I don't, since I haven't seen the shot, I'm like, is everyone human or, or no? Because uh, I saw, yeah. like, there was blood when her hand got cut off, but then he very easily just plopped her hand back on. It was like, yeah. it was like a magnet. It's the, um, yeah, the stands that they have, you saw him pop out. He calls him Zipper Man, which is a stupid. So basically all the stands are named after music, um, but people are afraid of copyright infringement in the mm-hmm. U.S., so they translate the names. But Crunchyroll, or whoever did the translation here, they sometimes are lazy as hell. So instead of sticky fingers, he's called Zipper Man, which, great job, uh, five-year-old who came up with the name for that. But um, he, as you saw him, he's not quite human, but he's just like sort of a humanoid looking, it's a projection of your soul. Mm. Pretty much is what his power is. And so it's like a form of telekinesis, but yeah, yeah. they're all humans, but their powers are not, they're not all, (laughs) they're not all humans. The turtle is a turtle. The turtle is a turtle. The turtle also has a power that allows people to, to to hang out inside. I was going to say that's that's a little more than a normal turtle. (laughs) I think Coco Jumbo. I shouldn't call him the turtle. His name is Coco Jumbo. Anyway, it's true. (laughs) Um, so he sees that, you know, there's uh, someone taking Trish, probably the boss. Um, and so he zips after him, uh, sees some blood on the floor, um, opens a like cabinet and sees that there's a hole that goes down to some sa- staircase. So he zips down like ahead of them. And so he's all the way down in this dungeon where they're... Which is a charnel. Okay. A charnel. This is a term I had never heard before now. It's, it's a place where you keep corpses mm-hmm. and stuff and it's associated with violent death. Because sometimes after a war, they create a charnel, and that's where you put all the awful, just tons and tons of bodies. So, you you know, it's very obviously a good omen. Great things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, you put the, the ladybug on the butt so the guy, they could track. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right on his butt. He drops it down the <laughs> elevator shaft, and it lands on the guy's ass. Perfect. There's a laugh out loud moment for you. <laughs> I guess. Miles laughed out loud. Okay. Huh. Huh. Um, great. Like so. Kono dio da. So they can track the boss until he takes off his pants um and uh so he's down there he's at the bottom he's hiding behind a pillar um the boss comes down with trish and he kind of stops towards the bottom of the staircase and says hey what's this all about uh you know you like if you uh if you come out from behind that pillar you're going to die um and 
what happens bruno comes out and he uses his zipper man and he right he doesn't he try to do he things? uses the zipper man then the stand we don't know about grabs him mm-hmm. bruno escapes and then manages yeah. to get to trish he makes his arm into zippers so it kind of like flies off his body oh yeah he yeah. throws his arm and to punch right doesn't he do that well i think he does it to escape the grab of this the king crimson the other stand I keep having to fight not to say the boss's name, but the stand name is King Crimson. Mm. And the boss's name is Dio. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, and, and the, the boss is like, uh, my daughter has nothing to do with you. Like, what are, what are you doing? And um, I don't know. Bruno kind of gets away and he, he, calls, he calls Giorno with the phone that he, I guess, pulled out of hammer space Giorno tells him he's behind a pillar yeah he's a, he's it's a, a very good tracking device mm-hmm. yeah it's like somehow the ladybug is on him so we know a little bit about where it is but we also he can see behind pillars and stuff my gps doesn't even know when i'm on the overpass or underneath <laughs> it it's the worst when you're navigating in new york under one of the elevated trains and it's like great make a right i'm like i can't make a right i'm on a thing if I make there's um, the rights above me, I can't do that. It might be that the plans are really good because <laughs> because Giorno is is on the boat looking at like architectural plans of the cathedral and stuff, and so he knows like the layout of the rooms. Oh, you might be right. So I think that's why he's like, oh, okay, I feel, I'm you know he can sense that it's behind that pillar in that general area. I don't know. But he also says something's wrong. Yeah, he was like, wait, but something's wrong. Don't. And then Bruno's like, ah, <laughs> he just like goes to punch, but ah, ah, ah. and then it ends up being him behind the pillar. So he punches himself. Or an image of himself. Yeah. I don't know. And then he gets a hole punched in him and he's dead, basically. Yeah. See you guys next time. No, not really. So Bruno <laughs> gets the donut treatment. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the, the old bo- the boss cock is, The boss is like, your mission is over. <laughs> Does he say that? Yeah. I didn't catch that. Basically, yeah. He's like, good job bringing her. No, yeah. he's like, this is where your mission ends. Yeah. So Bruno gets... Final, th- final mission from the boss. Yeah. Final mission, final breaths, question mark? Yeah. So you guys think Bruno's dead? I, th- yeah. I think that they should stop like not killing people. I think that either like you kill people or you don't like make them lose all this blood and put holes all all over them like and or or like bring them back to life with your like bullshit powers. Oh yeah, the show don't do that. The show definitely gets gore. Just kill them. It, the show gets gorier and we see that like more people have the ability to heal so that the show can get gory. You know what I mean? Because it's like yeah. you can have more limbs coming off or holes in people if more powers let you heal them. But I feel like that takes away from like the weight of a moment of like someone dying or like someone getting you, hurt. You're just like, you well, they're going to get, gonna, they're yeah. going to be fine in like two minutes. But I, I also think that that's kind of good um, because when they do, when characters do die, you're like, holy shit. Because you're, I mean, you're right. It lowers the stakes a bit, but it is also interesting to me when they actually die and you're like, oh, I thought that was another moment. True. Where they weren't going to go. But it's true that when you watch a fight, you want to think the stakes are high. But no, I mean, we do know from watching JoJo's uh, that people do die. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in part three, like more than half, I think, die. Yeah. Um, part four, I think. I think everyone lives in part four, actually. Um, except Kira, our favorite hero. Yeah. Who just wanted to live a quiet life and date hands. Yeah. <laughs> Do any of the protagonists die in part four? Josuke and Okuyasu. Okuyasu no. pretty much dies, but comes back to life. Um, Rohan, Kai, I don't want to spoil it. I don't know. Nobody dies. In case anyone is starting with part five and hasn't gone back. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, that's where the episode ends. Um, Beck, what did you what did you think about it, it being your first uh, real episode of JoJo's? How do you feel? Well, I, I feel like it was it wasn't hard to get into. Like after after a few beats in the beginning of like, okay, let me try to figure out what the story was. But it's like you get sucked into it pretty quickly. And a yeah. lot of like, whoa, moments where I'm like, okay, okay, you got me. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to expect. And therefore, I'm like even more intrigued. This episode, episode had a lot of twists, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were going to... Yeah, I didn't know if that was the norm or not. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering because I knew that King Crimson is approached a little bit in this episode. I didn't know if they were going to try to show it super explicitly because I, I think... Well, I don't, I don't need to spoil that, but... Uh, there's more there's more, there's more obviously the of him mm-hmm. you know what i mean because he's important um but you know they still only kind of touch on it they leave some intrigue but i was worried mm-hmm. that yes this is confusing but this wasn't as confusing as it could have been mm-hmm. no like i'm not i wasn't like distractedly confused i could enjoy it and get into it i was surprised that when the flashback happened that it was his flashback I, since i didn't know anyone i'm like oh at this point i thought it'd be like the girls or the bosses or something they should so it seemed like a weird moment to like suddenly tell, I, I would assume that you all knew his history already oh. so i thought it was like a weird moment that we just this girl's disappeared okay and now it yeah. may it may have been moved uh from where it was in the comic originally slowly we've been getting all of the people behind me that backstory going mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's because we now see Bruno in what might be his last Final moments. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Shows do that all the time where like, they'll give you a flashback or they'll give you like, they'll make you really like a character in an episode in the, in the episode that they kill that, that person. God. But so, you know? so far everyone who's gotten a flashback, I feel like I, my memory says like maybe one or two of them almost died. Like the same thing yeah. we thought maybe Fugo or Abakio was going to die and we see their mm-hmm. background. But so far, no one has had their flashback and then died, I don't think. Uh, but, um, you know, we're now more than halfway done with the show. The yeah. show is, is projected to be 39 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was 20. Oh, and by the way, I think next week is a recap, unfortunately. Uh-huh. I, I hope they do give... I mean, you mentioned like a backstory for, for Trish. I, I hope they do do that. I don't think they will. But I hope that they do give us some kind of like you know what her what her life has been like or what her deal is i mean they explain her origin yeah but you don't the relationship see... between the parents but you don't see her yeah perspective i think that's nice why i thought it. it would be maybe like of all backstories like her because she just disappeared and it was like this confusing thing of like yeah. wait what is her deal even? yeah so. right um yeah and i if i recall correctly um no i'll leave that out um thanks for listening everybody beck thanks for coming and being on the podcast thanks wanted to have me. you on for a while and i'm glad you liked what you saw um it's fun but next week we're gonna do it again none of these episodes are special because you could just listen again anyway <laughs> bye next week thanks for listening m- might be a recap maybe we'll just read emails maybe we'll uh talk about the sopranos i don't know bye oh bye bye bye